Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now... He gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan live from the Lakeland University studios. The leader in online education for more than 25 years is Lakeland University, lakeland.edu. That's lakeland.edu. Sam Schmitz producing Other Side of the Glass. Rami Magloff, The Rami Show, coming up uh, at 3 o'clock. Looking forward to uh, hearing what Rami has to say uh, about these Green Bay Packers as they take out Washington. I will say I am uh, mildly surprised that Matt Nagy still has a job. We brought it up a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, Gary did. Uh, I, I thought he was done today. I, I didn't think after how bad they looked yesterday that Mad Aggie would still have a job today. But uh, it turns out uh, that he still does. So that, I guess, would be a, a, a mild surprise. I want to talk about this Packers-Washington game, but not necessarily uh, the X's and O's and that type of deal. I want to talk about these jerseys uh, that they had on. Uh, Sam, Rami's not talking about this, is he? I don't want to steal a topic from Rami. No, probably okay. not. So th- this is what I want to address. First of all, I see that a lot of people really like these jerseys out there. I don't like them. Not at all. They remind me of the Oregon Ducks. But a lot of people like them. We've seen other alternate jerseys across uh, time here with the Packers, right? You had those those blue ones that were throwback uniforms. You had the color rush ones uh, that they've done, uh, the acne packing ones. You've done all these different variations uh, of throwback jerseys across time in Green Bay. And they've done throwback jerseys across the NFL. Um, you see alternate jerseys in the NBA as well. Uh, you've had some of that in Major League Baseball a little bit, not necessarily to the degree that they've had in football and basketball. And part of the reason that you do this is to increase sales, right? So 
people that love this jersey, which there are quite a few of based on social media, everybody's saying that they were on fire or whatever the case was, um, a lot of people wanted to buy these jerseys and wanted to buy uh, jerseys of, you know, this jersey for Rodgers or this jersey for Aaron Jones or Devontae Adams or whatever the case may be. So the NFL and the Green Bay Packers and the teams, they all make a bunch of money uh, when these alternate jerseys get sold. And I've talked about in the past, it's kind of like how it was for die-cast cars and NASCAR years ago where all these different paint schemes were out on the racetrack week to week. It was a different paint scheme every week, and then that would get translated into a die-cast car, and then people would buy those die-cast cars for $100, $150, bucks, whatever the case may be, um, and then start a collection. I'm one of those people that did that very thing, and then eventually kind of went out of style and faded. But that is where we are now for pro sports. It's 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 really smart marketing, uh, really smart business by these teams to take advantage of sports fans who, you know, uh, well, this is too expensive. Well, that's too expensive. But how much for a, a Packer Rogers jersey? Yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll, I'll get the money. I'm, I'm getting me one of those one way or the other. Fine. But... Do you think at some point that a specific team or jersey may kind of become untouchable, may kind of be a jersey which should be dealt with reverence and not messed with for the sake of money? Because, I mean, that's really what this is. is It's for money, right? So certain jerseys, Yankees, Boston Red Sox, Cowboys, Steelers, Packers. I mean, aren't there certain jerseys that probably shouldn't be touched, that shouldn't necessarily have the alternate jersey? They should have their jersey. That's their jersey. No need to be screwing around, having all these fun gimmicks and everything else. Now, those jerseys that don't have that same type of reverence, say the Milwaukee Bucks, yes, you could screw around and have 10 alternate jerseys and have a yellow one and a blue one and a black one and a green one and da-da-da-da-da, fine. Do what you got to do. Because that logo has changed a million times over. The color schemes have changed a million times over. So there is nothing really reverent about that uniform at all over the course of time. Packers uniform has had minor tweaks. You know, stripes on the sleeves. Maybe the gold is touched a little bit here or there. But to the degree that it went to yesterday, for me, was over the top. Again, I understand that a lot of people liked it. But did you like it so much that you'd want to see this jersey played with more? Did you like it so much that you would want to see this alternate jersey that they wore yesterday, you know, of 17 games, maybe wear this one six times? Did you love it that much where you don't want to see the regular jersey as much and want to see more of this jersey? I mean, how much did you really like it? Did you like it enough not to see as much of the regular jersey going forward? I, for one would rather them just leave their jersey as is alone. No alternate jerseys, no messing with it. Just leave it as is. Maybe I'm the old guy, and if I am, then so be it. What do you think, Packer fans, about the alternate jersey they wore yesterday? Did you like it? Would you want to see more of it throughout the course of the year? That jersey specifically, or are you with me kind of of just enough is enough with all these alternate jerseys? Just let them wear their normal Packer jerseys. Uh, that has the history and everything else to it, and quit screwing around with it. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us, 
at 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I am blessed to have a young person with me uh, on this show and not have another old uh, person uh, as a producer on this show, having the young guy in Sam Schmitz with me. Uh, Sam, how how do you view this whole thing with alternate jerseys and the Packers? Not the Bucks, the Packers. No, I well, there are some parts that I agree with you, some parts I disagree. I do agree that, you know, the Packers are one of those teams that their uniforms are just so iconic that even when, let's say, Nike's deal ends with the NFL, whoever it is, Adidas, whatever, they're going to ask the Packers, hey, do you want anything changed? And all the Packers going to be like, no, our jerseys are iconic. We don't want anything, you know, changed with them. But I will say this, it's like, I do like the throwback uniforms they wore yesterday. I don't really have a problem with them. I, don't, I get a lot of people are saying they look like Oregon Ducks, but, I mean, for a lot of fans, like, when you think of green and gold this state, you don't think Oregon. You think the Packers. It looked like yellow. That's not, I mean, but again, green and gold really is still yellow. Right. And the Packer colors, they say, is green and gold, but it's green and yellow. I remember getting picky, but. Correct, yes. So I, I don't have an issue with these throwback uniforms. I really like them. I like the gray face mask and all that. And I will say this, it's like, yeah, these teams probably aren't going to get too many throwbacks, but they're just going to keep churning them out, kind of like what the NBA is doing now, where it's like every year there's new alternate uniforms. Yes, because people buy them. Yeah, you remember the old pack, the Acme Packer uniforms they wore a couple years ago? It's like they wore those back when Favre and Reggie White were playing, so those aren't really new. But to get these ones, it's like, oh, well, now every Packer fan is probably going to want this. So it, it, it is great marketing. See, and, and that is what this is all about at the end of the day, right? It is about marketing and buying the jersey. So, for instance, how many alternate jerseys do you have in your co- in your closet that aren't the actual original jersey? If you're an NBA fan, I bet you there are Bucks fans out there that have three or four alternate jerseys, may not even own the regular current Bucks jersey, the regular cream, green and cream jersey, that they would rather have the black one. I like the black one. But, I mean, even for myself, I've got the green and cream one, and I've got the white one. Those are the two jerseys that I have. If I get a black jersey, it's gonna be a Jordan Warren jersey. That that that's gonna be my black jersey if I go if I get a black jersey. Then if you look at it from the Packer perspective, how many of you have Packer jerseys that are outside of the regular color Packer jersey? I bet you a majority probably have a jersey that's not a regular jersey in their closet. Those of you that buy jerseys. Now, again, obviously, there are some of you that aren't going to buy jerseys. You know, I, I hear it all the time. I'm a grown man. I'm not wearing some other dude's jersey. Fine. I get it. But for a lot of people, they do go out and they do buy that stuff. Or you buy a jersey shirt. Uh, or you buy a, a shirt with those colors. If you go to, like, a Dick's Sporting Goods uh, and walk in there, you can see all kinds of crazy alternate type stuff uh, that they have in different versions, whether it be the Brewers, whether it be the Bucks, whether it be the Packers, all these different variations that are open to you. So what did you think of the alternate jerseys? Uh, and are you like me that think maybe they shouldn't be screwing around with the Packer uniforms in general? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan back with your calls and your tweets up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, fourth down and three. They're going to go for it. We saw Aaron Jones deployed to the top. 13 play of the drive. They try to extend right here. Rodgers looks to throw. Scrambles to his right. He pumps. He throws back against the grain. Adams is in. What a play. Rodgers to Adams. Touchdown Green Bay. There you go. That highlight courtesy of Fox. Rodgers to Adams. 24-10. The final score. Green Bay over Washington yesterday. Now next up. Uh, we get into talking about the Arizona Cardinals coming up on Thursday. Asking you right now about these uniforms that the Packers ran out there in yesterday. They reminded me of the Oregon Ducks, obviously. I'm not a fan like many of you are. But having said that, do you like the alternate jersey uh, that they wore? Uh, I have lots of questions. Do you like the alternate jersey? One. Two. Uh, would you like to see them wear these alternate jerseys more than just a couple of times throughout the season? Would you want to see them wear five, six, seven times throughout the course of a 17-game season uh, instead of wearing their normal jerseys? How much do you really like them? Um, or are you with me that would rather them just see the alternate jerseys be done away with and just play with the regular jerseys? It's the G. It's the Packers. Enough is enough. I mean, the G is not even on the helmets of these uniforms that they were wearing yesterday. What what even anywhere on it? You you have no idea who they're playing for at all because you don't even see the G on there. And maybe I'm being the old curmudgeon. If I am, so be it. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can also uh tweet us uh at 1250 uh, AM the fan. There's no Green Bay, there's no Packers, nothing. It could have been a college team, a high school team, could have been any team. There's there's no reference of anything on there. The only way anybody would know what jersey you're wearing is if they know, well, obviously, that 12 is Aaron Rodgers or whatever the case may be, or 17 is Devontae Adams, 33 is Aaron Jones. Fine. If, if you know that, then you know what team you're wearing. But if somebody like from another city or whatever doesn't know who that is, they're going to be like, oh, what, what jersey is that from? Who, whose jersey is that? Because there's no mention of the Packers anywhere on the jersey. But seemingly, all of you seemingly like it, so so be it. I mean, the Bears didn't have anything last week on theirs, and even going back even further a couple of years ago, that's when the Packers no, had those Acme yes. ones, they didn't have anything on there either. Correct. So. My point exactly. Now, the Bears logo is another one that I don't think should be touched. It's another prime example of another one that I don't think should be messed with. I mean, they're one of the original teams the National Football League, for God's sakes. George Hallis, Vince Lombardi. 
Don't mess with them. Cleveland Browns, that's another one. How many alternate jerseys have the Browns had? Have they had as many as Green Bay? They've gone through at least two like complete makeovers in the past, I don't know, five, six years. Two? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, from, from that perspective, there are certain things I just don't think you should mess with, personally. And this Packers jersey is one. You want to mess with the, the Brewers one? Go ahead. They've messed with it themselves several times. You want to mess with the Bucks one, like I said. They've done that themselves several times. Changed color schemes and everything else. That it can't even stay consistent, for God's sakes. We've got yellow jerseys. So anything is possible at this point. Packers, I'm not messing with. I'm just not. All right, let's got one. Door County Mom. Hey, old man at Sparky Radio. I love those Packer jerseys last night. My 13-year-old football fanboy did too. We wish they would switch to these permanently. We love the nod to the pass. Our team is built on the shoulders of giants. It's great to tip our caps to them. So Door County Mom said, just scrap the jerseys they wear already. Scrap the jerseys with the G. Be done with them. Let this be the permanent jerseys that the Packers wear going forward. Please tell me that there's not more than Door County Mom that would want to see these jerseys become the permanent jerseys of the Green Bay Packers. Please tell me there's there's not more out there, right? I mean, Door County Mom is by herself in a phone booth, if they still existed, uh, with this whole make these permanent. Nobody else wants these permanent, do you? Please. Uh, Jason tweets at 1250 AM, the fan, and at Sparky Radio. Uh, yes, only change would be the helmet color. Either do a white helmet uh, with the G or the green color rush with the G on it. In my opinion, one solid, color, one solid color helmet makes the uniform look dull. So Jason wants to see these uniforms uh, be more during the season outside of the regular uniforms. You see what you've done, NFL? You see, you've taken a Packer fan base that's built on tradition and fandom, and you've screwed them all up. That's what you've done. You've screwed up the entire fan base to now where you have fans that want to see this. Week to week. Again, Washington, their whole identity has to be changed. So, fine. You want to put numbers on your helmets and do all that crazy crap? Go right ahead. Fine. Because you have to redo everything, right? The Ravens, that was out of thin blue air. Do what you got to do. But there are legendary franchises in each sport that should not be messed with, in my opinion. J-Mo, Bayview, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, J-Mo? So I know exactly what happened. Nike went to the Oregon, uh, University of Oregon, and uh, told them, yeah, you remember that last batch of jerseys you guys didn't wear? Can we have those back for the Packers? <laughs> it saved some money. Made, made, oh, made, yeah. Made... <laughs> So did you not like them then either? Uh, they are very they were very generic. It looked like it looked like they were specifically designed for Oregon. They just didn't slap the wings on or anything like that, you know. Exactly. It, Nike Nike just phoned it in, man. See, and that that is exactly my my issue with all of this. And no, look, like the sweatshirts, those white sweatshirts, those are pretty cool. Like I like the white sweatshirts, but you didn't have to come up with a whole new uniform to be wearing the white sweatshirts uh, at the end of the day. J-Mo, thanks for the call. So he says they just phoned it in. Like, it wasn't even an effort thing. We'll just make it something nice and simple uh, that Packer fans can get down with uh, and buy. 
I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I'm not there. Sam, are you are you with Door County Mom that you want to see this permanent and have this be their jersey going forward? No, but I don't know. Four times a year, sure, I'm fine. With four that. times a year. Yeah. What's wrong oh with that? goodness gracious! Y'all ought to be ashamed of yourself. Seriously, ashamed of yourself. You're taking one of the legendary jerseys and are going to put it in a closet for that that we watched yesterday. Granted, they're one and all, right? One and zero with the, with the jerseys. Fine, okay. Like, for instance, as a Bucks fan, I tend to think they play better in the black jersey. I have no factual proof, but I bet you there's a website, Sam, somewhere that probably gives you the record of the NBA teams and the jerseys they wear, would be my guess. I, I would imagine, right? So you could go see what the Bucks record, their Bucks record is wearing their green and co- cream colored jerseys. What's the Bucks record wearing their black jerseys or their blue ones or their yellow ones or whatever the case may be. It feels like to me as a Bucks fan, they play better in the black jerseys. Could be wrong. It doesn't feel like they wear the green and cream all that much. It feels like it's maybe, what, 30 to 35% compared to all the other alternate jerseys. Because for them, they mix in, what, three or four alternate jerseys throughout the year? Is that right? To go along with their regular jersey? So you're completely just abandoning, abandoning, I can say, uh, that regular jersey. Which just blows my mind. It really does. Uh, Martinez uh, tweets, I wish the alternates from yesterday was our permanent ones also. I'm with Door County, Mom, and I'm around your age, Sparky. What is wrong with you people? Why would you want to change the Packers, G? I wish Gary Leroy were still here. I wish they were, not a Spectrum News one. Because I am bringing this up tomorrow on the big show. I promise you, I am bringing this up. I mean, Jerry Kramer. Let's get him on the line. Hey, Jerry, what, what do you think about getting rid of that that Packers G uh, altogether? Just we're going to eliminate the G altogether, and we're going to play it without the Packer G logo. It's not going to say Green Bay on the uniform. It's not going to say anything on the uniform. It's just going to have the name and number on the back with these yellow colors um, and this green, and that's going to be the uniform going for. Do you think these dudes would be down with that? And I realize... Changes and you know, change is gonna happen. Some people like change, some people don't. I get it. Normally, I don't get mad with change. Normally. Uh Travis tweets at 1250 AM the fan. This is the best alternate jersey they've had in a long time. Then in capital letters, no, these should not be permanent. The ones they wear now, uh, and what should stay the alternate ones should stay one. Uh, or two games. So he's saying alternates, fine, one or two games. Sam says four. We've got two people now, Door County Mom and Martinez, that both say they should be permanent. I'm losing my mind. I don't understand. We've got Matt LaFleur we're going to play here uh, coming up. I, 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 Did they ask LaFleur at all about these jerseys? Did I miss that somewhere along the way? Because I didn't hear LaFleur really talk about the jerseys at all last week uh, leading up to the game, his thoughts on the jerseys or whatever else. I don't think I've heard Rodgers uh, talk about him either. But th- this 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 whole thing here about wanting these jerseys to become permanent. Seriously. I mean, normally, I give you all a lot of credit, Packer fans. I, I do. I give you a lot of credit. I think you can be very smart. I think you can be very knowledgeable. I think you can be a very passionate fan base. I think those are all very, very good qualities. Now, 
Having said that, I think there are also times where maybe you can overreact, as do I most of the time, um, uh, and can be a little aggressive sometimes with other fan bases on social media. Uh, so, you know, pros and cons of every fan base. But this here, this is a big, big, big con, I think. Your Colts are coming out with new uniforms in a couple of weeks, in soon. There's nothing, and I'm telling you, nothing reverent about the Colts uniforms. Nothing. Nothing. They've changed the uniform. They've changed the color of the blues. They've had, if you go back in the Colts history, look at all the different logos they've had to represent their brand going all the way back through Baltimore. I mean, no, there's nothing reverent about that jersey. They could make those jerseys purple and pink, um, and it really wouldn't matter at this point. Because there's just, there's, there's not. You Once you left Baltimore and went to Indianapolis, that took care of that. Um, that. That took care of everything that you had to say. Just like, for instance, the uh, Cardinals, who keep moving all over the place. Same thing. I mean, no different there. Or the Rams that continue to move. Same thing there. I mean, not every team do I say shouldn't be messed with. There are only a handful that should not be messed with. And the Green Bay Packers, because this is where we live, is one of the teams that shouldn't be messed with. That's all I'm saying. Cowboys should not be. Bears, Yankees, Red Sox, fine. NBA, I don't know. NBA, probably the Lakers are probably a team that shouldn't be messed with. Celtics probably shouldn't be messed with the Boston Celtics. The Knicks, New York Knicks, that probably shouldn't be messed with. That logo, I think that should be sacred as well because that's one of those teams that represent the NBA or have represented the NBA for so long. Some of the other jerseys in the NBA, who cares, right? I mean, Pelicans, don't care. Whatever, do what you want to do. Hornets, the millionth version of that team in in that city, fine, do what you want to do, don't care. Uh, These teams that are constantly changing colors and changing logos, I don't care if you have 20 alternative jerseys for those teams. The fact that, man, I don't get it, man. How can you, how can you be, if you're in your 20s and you don't respect the organization and you don't respect the history of the Green Bay Packers, fine, I get it, totally. But if you're in your 40s, your 50s, God forbid your 60s or 70s, and you're saying, play these, play with these jerseys every week, y'all have lost your ever-loving mind. Up next, we'll hear from Matt LaFleur here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Third down and five for the Packers. A touchdown on their first drive. Nothing since. Final seconds of this first half. Rodgers in rhythm. Tosses in zone. It's been all about Lazard. And he caps it off with a touchdown. He was covered by Danny Johnson. He's got eight inches on him. Rodgers just tossed it up. I like courtesy of Fox. Packers win 24-10. It is a great and golden Monday. Steve Sparky, Fiber with you. Sparky's Midday Madness as we broadcast live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. We're going to hear from Matt LaFleur uh, momentarily, but still taking tweets and calls on this uniform thing. I, I don't I just, I don't understand. Like, uh, A, I don't think they should be messing around with the regular jersey. Let's start there for the Packers. Bucks don't care about. There's nothing reverent about that 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 logo, that uniform, whatever. The Packers won. No, uh, and then to mess around with it, and then not to have the G on the T on the on the jersey, not to have any mention of Green Bay, the Packers, or anything. I mean, literally, it could be a high school, could be a college, could could be anything. 
watching this thing, and I know a ton of people, I know I'm in the minority in this one, right? I get it. I'm one of a handful, probably, that didn't like it. But then for people to say they hope they went to these permanently, like I've had multiple people say, that just blows my mind. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tim in Wauwatosa, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Tim? Morning, guys. Afternoon, guys. I call all the time on... Uh... For the morning show, so my apologies. Uh, hey, so Sparky, I think you're kind of. You don't have to apologize for calling the Bart. It's fine. You can call the Bart. I always, yeah. I always call Bart and Byron, yeah. so it's nice to get the afternoon show. Sure. Um, but no, I, you're right. There are two extremes, and I and I'm I'm of the opinion that I would like to see some freshened up logos or jerseys every once in a while. Now I get what you're saying, right? I didn't like the jerseys on Sunday. They looked horrible. I'm like, you're right. Who? What team is this? Right, and I get the throwback stuff. Right, you're you're paying rep, you know homage to the to the previous years. Right, I don't agree with the fact that like the older players would be flipping around. You know, they'd be like rolling over and going, "What? Uh, this is you can't do this." Right, because if you think back in the '90s and '80s, with those huge shoulder pads that used to be. Remember, every position yep. had wore different different like width shoulder pads based on if they were on the defensive right. line or linebacker. Right. But now it's everybody's just more sleek and more agile, and uh, you know everyone's faster and bigger and stronger, right? Things change, right? The helmets change. I'm all for once in a while, maybe an opening night, maybe uh, you know, uh, I don't know, pick a night, right? A fan night that you that you might bring out a different new jersey. There was but like Sam Schmitz. I, Sam Schmitz said he likes to see it four times. We've had others that well, say and, go and to it permanently. Fine. But you've seen like in, recently. I don't know what companies do it, but every every once in a while, like company will come out with different logos for all 32 teams yes different helmet match you know there was right. one that just came out i wish i would have paid attention it had a different face piece color and a different helmet color and they looked sharp and not everyone did but everyone's i mean it's a business right that's why the bucks have all those different jerseys that's why the brewers have all those different jerseys because it sells right i mean you got to go so this is an opportunity why not let's freshen it up every once in a while i don't i like the tradition but i don't like closing the door on any other possibilities once in a while Got you. Thanks, All right. Very good. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Well said. Let's go to John in Oak Creek. Uh, you're next on 1250 AM, The Fan. What's up, John? Hey, good afternoon, Sparky. Afternoon. Uh, yeah, I have to admit, uh, I did like those uniforms yesterday. Uh, I agree with the previous caller, Tim from Tulsa. Those uniforms, um, to me, look great. I mean, I think it's fun to change it up every uh, once or twice a year. And, uh, you know, you still have the traditional Packer uniforms, which I believe Vince Lombardi had. Uh, you know, change, change too. But those uniforms they had yesterday, from what I understand, were the type of uniforms they wore back in the fifties and lost. So, it represented losing. That, that that those teams in the fifties were horrible. But uh, nevertheless, you know, uh, those uniforms um, were a lot of fun. I think they're. I think that shows. You know, it's part of the tradition of the Packers, and I think it was great to have those. I think the players really like wearing those uniforms as well and i think they have a lot of fun with it too so you can see the extra spark they get when they wear um those throwback jerseys uniforms so i i think it's great I, I how much it. would you want how much john would you want to see him would you want to see him a couple times a year once a year more than that i would say about one to two times a year one to two times a year okay very good thanks for the call john appreciate it uh yeah so let, let, let's talk about these jerseys of theirs uh that they had so lombardi gets here 59 and immediately changes the jerseys. Want to know why? Because they were 110 and 1 the previous year. Before that, 3 and 9. Before that, 4 and 8. 
Before that, six and six, four and eight, two, nine and one, six and six, three and nine, three and nine, two and ten, three and nine. My God, Lombardi got here and said, enough is enough. Like, this represents losing. So we're not going to wear these anymore. We're going to change our identity to a new, fresh identity, and we're going to win. And when we win, this will be the new identity going forward. For instance, right? If we talk about those Christmas color Bucks uniforms that they used to have, right? What does that represent to you? If we talk about uh, the purple jerseys, what does that represent to you? Right? That's the Eastern Conference Finals run, uh, making their run that way. Now, I don't know what jersey is going to be assimilated or associated with this title run that they just had because they have 100 jerseys now. But whatever jersey you decide to pick, you know, say it's the black ones or the green and, uh, and cream ones, whatever, that'll be associated with this championship season. So that's the other aspect of it that plays into it. So, yes, you are paying heritage to losing in Green Bay in the 50s. That's essentially what you were paying history to. But more importantly, and we all know this, it was more about making money, selling jerseys, selling shirts, selling hats, selling sweatshirts, doing all of that stuff. That's That was the main point in all of this, I think, uh, more so than this uh, other thing. Then I saw... I don't know if the Packers started this online or if they were fans. They weren't calling them throwbacks, right? They were calling them classics, right? They're wearing their classic jersey uh, today. Not their throwback jersey, their classic jersey. I wouldn't want to throw back to losing either in the 50s. Hey, Cucumber, Wisconsin is your place to catch all your favorite sports action. Pool tables, shuffleboard, bocce ball, electronic darts. That's indoor bocce ball, by the way. Electronic darts, ping pong, and more. Plus, they're awesome food, including an award-winning fish fry on Wednesday and Fridays with four different styles of fish piled up <laughs> with all the extras. Plus, celebrate Halloween. This coming weekend at Q Club with live music on Saturday from Block Party, drink specials, and prizes for the best costume this Saturday at Q Club of Wisconsin. It's all happening there, 2454 North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Visit them online at QClubofWI.com. That's QClubofWI.com. Matt LaFleur spoke just a few minutes ago up in Green Bay. Gave us an update on a bunch of different injury situations, including MVS. Plus, also talked about Joe Barry, uh, who, uh, as of this morning, had tested positive for COVID. Uh, Gave us an update on whether or not Joe Barry will have to miss Thursday's game. All of that right now for you here on Sparky's Midday Madness. No, we are in advanced protocols right now. And so with that comes some, like, none of our, all our coaches' meetings are virtual today. Um... And then we got to test again tomorrow. Has to be masked up in the building, player, whether you're vaccinated or not. So, is that just because of the one coach positive, or are there other issues? Uh, yeah, there's potentially some other issues, and um, you know, with with staff. Is uh, Jerry Gray going to call plays on Thursday if Joe can't coach? That's something that we're kind of working through right now. I think, regardless of how we do it. It'll be a collective effort with everybody involved and having input, but certainly you feel confident with a guy like Jerry who's called it before and has had you know, a top five defense in this league. So uh, we definitely have P 
people that we feel that are capable of, of getting the job done. Regardless of who calls it, we're going to have to be on our A game because it's going to be a heck of a challenge. I mean, it's a, the best offense in the league right now, and they got a lot of dynamic playmakers led by their quarterback, but, you know, tight ends, receivers, um, running backs, you know, Edmonds is a, is a stud, so they got a lot of, they got a lot of weapons. We don't see what your week looks like on a day-to-day basis, but in, just in theory, Joe would have a lot of close contacts with players as well as staff. What's the level of concern uh, that this is something that could sweep through the locker room? Um, I, well, I think any time that you have any cases, you know, it's just you're always a little bit concerned about that. But the majority of our guys are vaccinated, so th- there's a little bit different protocol with that. And um, I don't think in terms of being a close contact with any of our players, I don't think that's a real concern of ours right now. But, you know, and we're still waiting to hear back from the league before we get clearance on anything. You said virtual meetings. Does that mean um, just the coaching meetings or are the coaches meeting with players like position groups there? How does that all work? Yeah, so what we told our guys is, um, yeah, we're not meeting, we're not having any in-person meeting with, with our players today. Um, I said if, if the guys want to, whether they voice over and send them the video or if they wanted to have a Zoom meeting with their guys, they can. But the majority of today is dedicated to game planning for the Arizona Cardinals because uh, we know we're going to have to have a great plan and we're going to have to go out there and execute that at a high level in their house in order to come out on top. Are you having to do some planning just in case there's some other guys, other staff guys who aren't there on Thursday? I I, I think it's pretty hard to plan for this stuff, you know what I mean, in terms of it's hard to plan for the unknown, but I think that just our process, I think that gives you confidence that no matter what you encounter, that you'll you'll be able to come up with a, a good plan to help, you know, just navigate through whatever adversity we have to go through. How hard is that to do considering it's already a short week, it's already a cross-country flight, all these elements that are already in place, now it's to kind of have to prepare for this thing blind. How difficult is that for you to to navigate? Yeah, I mean, but you just, you got to take it in stride and just try to approach it with a positive mind and a, a positive attitude and just make the best of whatever situation you encounter. Hey, Matt, what did uh, Merciless look like to you on film when you watched his 30 or so snaps? And, and what do you think he can give you moving forward? Yeah, no, I thought he did a nice job. I thought there were, there were certainly some plays where he, he had uh, some good disruption, and I think he'll continue to grow and within our system and, and getting to know uh, not only the terminology but assignment-wise, and hopefully we can see him out there more and more. Matt, yesterday you and, and Aaron both said that you're close on offense. What are you talking about? Are we thinking about like close to what you were last year or some other measure of success? Yeah, I don't think you ever want to compare, uh, go back and compare years because um, you're always looking forward, right, and, and trying to make sure that you're executing every play the way they're, they're intended to be executed. and. I just think there's we've been a little bit off, um, you know, for whatever reason. There's there's been a lot of 
different reasons. And a lot of it is, you know, we have played some pretty good defenses too. So you got to give the defenses credit as well. So um, I just think as the healthier we get, I think that'll help alleviate some of the issues, but also just the more we can grow together as, as just all 11 on offense kind of gelling. Just to get the Bakhtiari question out of the way, is there any chance Dave could play Thursday or does he just need more practice at this point? Yeah, we'll kind of, again, take it day by day and um, I can give you an update as we get closer to the game. So Matt, um, is your practice plan that you had yesterday different than, than what you have now? I mean, do you, can you have walkthroughs or whatever? Yeah, well, yeah, as far as like everything in terms of when we get the players back in the building, We'll be able to operate pretty much um, the same way. It's just we're going to all have to be masked up and making sure that we keep our distance from one another. And um, luckily, we have great facilities here that provide us with the space that we need in order to get everything done that we'd like to get done. Do you are you actually just doing walkthroughs, or can you have a modified real practice? No, we're, tomorrow we'll just do all walkthroughs. I just think, like, even on a normal week, Tuesday's a little bit early to, you know, go out there and practice. Um, Wednesday, we'll just, we'll, it'll be very minimal in terms of what we do uh, full speed. And then, so it's just, it's just the, the nature of how Thursdays typically go. You just, it's a lot of mental and, um, you know, this, really in all three phases, they do a great job. It's it's tough to it's tough to plan for in, in short order, but uh, it's got to be done. So that's what we're going to do. How much were you? Maybe not you personally, but you guys able to do as far as advanced prep on the Cardinals? Like Kingsbury had COVID. He said that he spent the whole week on the Packers. So have you guys? Maybe again, not you personally, but you guys gotten work done in advance? Yeah, I think our, a lot of our coaches were were doing that on Friday and Saturday, trying to get together a good plan so that it's. Um, and then we were in here last night as well. So um, that's why you have to you have to flip the script pretty quickly when you have these types of games. Now, now that you've had a chance to look at the uh, tape, Aaron said they didn't protect very well. You guys didn't protect very well in the first half. What did you see, and what are you guys going to have to fix going up against a team like Arizona? Yeah, I think we settled in as the game went along uh, certainly it was there were some rough patches early on um, and yeah it's it's always tough when you're going against a, a really good front especially one that gives you a lot of different looks they play multiple personnel groupings and then within those personnel groupings they play a lot of different fronts out of those so I think that just our communications it, it all starts with communication making sure that you're on the proper people to even give yourself a chance and then when you couple that with the fact that they got some really good players, um, it just makes it a good challenge. And so we got to be very uh, specific with what we want to try to ask our guys to do so we don't put our guys in a bad situation. Matt, I know you were excited about all the good things that happened on special teams yesterday. What did you see on the field goal block? Was that a trajectory thing? It looked like um, you got some leakage in the middle there too. What did you see? Yeah, there was some leakage. Um, but it, it, that ball looked like it was coming out pretty low regardless. I know Bojo's done a heck of a job punting, but is there some, some concern there between the, you know, the chemistry there with the operation? I think there's always uh, an adjustment, you know, when you're, when you're talking about a guy that has been here for a while and, and has, did such a great job holding. 
Um, not that Bojo is not. It certainly isn't that. It's just, you know, the chemistry, there's three people involved with it. Impact, um, just curious out of, with, with Bakhtiari, so if you're doing walkthroughs, is there a way you can progress his football, you know, work so that he's not like losing a whole week this week and get him out in the Hudson Center and have a guy rush against him or something like that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what some of that developmental work that we do post-practice is, is really intended for, is for guys, whether it's that situation or whether it's maybe some of your younger players or practice squad players that aren't getting the reps that, that you'd like them to get, you spend more time with them doing more individual type activities or you know you, you can do whatever you need to get done, I guess. Now, when did you find out about Joe's status? About the same time as everybody else in the world. It was kind of shocking how fast that got out. Okay. Um, and then when you looked at the film of the defense uh, and saw what Heineke did, what, what did you see on tape that was a concern, and, and how do you use what you learned from yesterday to apply to Kyler? Yeah, we're just going to have to do a great job with our rush lanes because if you give somebody that you know has the capabilities of taking off and using their legs, if you give them a wide window when they step up and there's nobody in front of them, they're going to take off, especially if you're playing, whether it's a match coverage or whether it's a man coverage, when you see people's backs turn to you, the quarterback typically is going to take off and run. So we're going to have to do a great job with, you know, just with our rush lanes and being disciplined and everybody working together. I think that's the, the big takeaway is, is whether you're rushing four or five, whatever it may be, they all have to be working together in order to prevent those big lanes from opening up. Defensively, they're performing really well. What have you seen in your early look at those guys? Yeah, no, they're they're really good, and they like I said earlier, they just they do a lot of different things in terms of uh, giving you different looks out of the same personnel groupings, which just makes it a challenge on the offense. Especially, you got to make sure that whatever your whether it's your run game, whether it's your play action game, um, that it can handle all those different looks. And so our guys are going to have to really study hard and because it's impossible to give them all the necessary reps that you'd love, you'd love to give your guys in, in a normal week. There is Matt LaFleur, not all of it, but part of it from earlier today. So you have a chance to where you may end up, possibly, I, I don't know how likely Bakhtiari is, but you could end up with Bakhtiari back, Kevin King back, Preston Smith back, MVS back. I mean, they all could be back. Now, the the conundrum I think that they face here is, okay, we can bring all of them back. Yes, they all may be ready to come back. Or we can play it safe, not play them against Arizona, give them an additional, what, 10 days, and have them ready for Kansas City. I think that's the tricky scenario here. If they didn't have 10 days following this, after this so if this was a Sunday game, I bet you they all play. But because it's a Thursday game and you can get them an additional three days of rest by not playing them and essentially sacrificing a win possibly by holding them out one more week but then making for sure positive that they are ready to go against Kansas City. If it's me, I think I lean that way. I think I lean towards holding them out one more week and then having them for Kansas City and making sure they're good to go for the rest of the season. Because remember, your bye week doesn't come for the Packers until the first weekend in December. 
It's not like their bye week comes in like two weeks or something. First bye week still doesn't come to the first weekend in December. Then you'll get another break uh, after that. I think that's like December, what is that, 6th, something along those lines. Uh, when you get that 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 bye week of yours, uh, the latest bye week the Packers have ever had uh, going into December. Coming up next, the Rami Show. Rami McAuliffe will join us to tell us what's coming up on his show straight ahead. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Every time you think the boy has a brain, you realize he doesn't. <laughs> Rami Magloff is here. The Rami show comes up at 3 o'clock. I feel like I'm a parent to Rami, too. I, it really is like having another child. Uh, Rami is here. Uh, Sam Schmidt's other side of the glass. And Rami and I are only separated, what, three years? Two, three years here. So it's not that much of a difference. But maturity-wise, it's like 20 difference uh maturity wise between me and rami uh okay rami what's coming up on the show at three coming up on the show this afternoon sparky were questions answered in yesterday's packers victory over the washington football team questions you had about the packers were they answered against this washington football team or were they started to be answered at least that's what we're asking out of the gates gary you'll you'll be very happy to know that based on my research of post game this show and Bart show, yes. nobody cares about that game yesterday. Really? You'd be very happy to know Okay, good. <laughs> That's good. So I shouldn't expect phone calls? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying you shouldn't expect phone calls. I'm okay. just saying, like, people are on Arizona. Like, you can just forget that game and just... Get right to Arizona. Well, that's the thing. We're like, going to do that tomorrow on Big Show. Things happened in that game that could have a bearing on what happens against Arizona. That, I hear you. That so that's that's what I mean yeah. when I'm talking about questions being answered. Mm-hmm. Like when they face better football teams, 
some of the things that were flaws, that were weaknesses of this team? Did they did they show that they have improved and are improving on those things yesterday? That offensive line had some problems. They sure did. Gary Ellerson will be here at 345, also at 4 o'clock. Dude, it doesn't make any sense that Devontae Adams does not have a contract extension, and we need to talk about this. Every week it gets crazier and more ridiculous that Devontae Adams does not have a contract extension. We talked about this on the big show today. You have Rashawn Gary, who's doing stupid good stuff right now. He's got two years. He's a free agent. Okay. Jair Alexander's got next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a free agent. Elton Jenkins, you're going to have to pay him too. So you have Gary Alexander and Rashawn Gary. Those three for sure, you're going to have to pay. That does not include the money you've already paid to Bakhtiari, Kenny Clark. They've already been paid, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to pay Rodgers if you're keeping him and Devontae Adams. Yeah. And you've already paid Aaron Jones, and his deal looks like it's more of a two-year deal because three and four, there's no way they're paying. So from that perspective, they got a lot of money to figure out here. For sure. And that's why I'm telling you, I just don't. But if Aaron Rodgers is coming off the books, they'll have a lot of money to spend anyways. Kevin Holden will be here at 4.30. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur in that 4 o'clock hour. And Matt Schneidman, beat writer uh, on the Packers beat for the Athletic. He'll be here at 5.30. Rodgers went out of his way to bring up the Merciless signing in that press conference. Ain't nobody asked him about it. I know. He just randomly brought it up multiple times. I know. Did you see Andrew Brandt's tweet on Friday? I don't think he's going. I think he's staying. Did you see Andrew Brandt's tweet on Friday? Uh, I Somebody asked him if he's sensed a change in in the relationship between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers and if he thinks anything has changed about his situation. And Andrew's response was, I'm paraphrasing, but this was pretty close to a quote from that tweet. I think he said, they're professionals, they're coexisting, but it's a one, it's a one-year deal or something like that. And you, and you know Andrew Brandt is, does not just throw I, I, I stuff out there like that. I get it. I don't buy it. Okay. If if this team goes and wins a Super Bowl, after all the crap they did during the season— Super Bowl might be the him, one thing to change it. To put him in a position to go win a Super Bowl, like there is— yeah, but you Sparky, have look at no what, complaints. Look at, the Gilmore one, I was there. Like, you should have got Stephon Gilmore. Okay, I'm with you. But if they would have got Stephon Gilmore— they wouldn't have got Jalen Smith. They wouldn't have got Merciless. Okay, but here's they the wouldn't thing. have gotten the punter. Here's the they thing. wouldn't have been able to do half of this stuff. Everybody everybody More talks than. about when Brady leaving New England like it was a thing about him and Belichick. And I'm sure that I'm sure that was part of it. But also, I think Brady was looking at that roster crumbling around him and not having a lot of help and going, if if I want to keep playing and I want whatever years I have left to be successful and fun. I, it's probably not going to be here. I don't think that they can put a winner around well, me because they were in a similar position to what the Packers are now. And and go back two minutes to what you just said about the contract situations of Gary and Alexander and Adams and Elton Jenkins. If they keep Aaron Rodgers, they're going to have to make a lot of tough decisions, and Aaron Rodgers has to be looking at that. Forget the animosity between the two sides. Aaron Rodgers got to be looking at that and going, how many years do I have left, and what's this roster going to look like around me if they have to pay me and try and keep Devontae well, Adams here. Then you have to do what Brady did. Take less. Or just leave. Just, just take less. That's what Tom Brady did. Brady took less a majority of his career. He was never the highest paid quarterback ever. He was always, never I mean, one it was time. always just pushing money around. He was always getting paid. But he was never the highest paid. Tom never Brady, not once. Tom Brady has netted a pretty penny playing quarterback Fine. in the NFL. Listen, you can spin it all you want. I'm just telling you, the man was never the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. This dude here always wants to be the highest paid quarterback in the and NFL. I don't blame him. I don't blame him either, but don't come crying that you don't have the I weapons around crying. him. I'll go so play if, elsewhere. This is my other thing. If so, if he walks, 
and he goes wherever, you trade him and you get your picks, then I franchise tag Devontae and I trade him too. You're both gone. And then they're both gone. I give a ton of picks because think about this. We just talked about the core. The offensive line is young. That offensive line is just going to be better next year, right? Not getting nobody's, they're not losing anybody. No. Nobody's leaving. So you have another year of experience for Newman, for Runyon, for Myers, for Pat, all these guys. They're back. Running backs, they're all back. They're all under contract. Jones and Dillon and Kylan Hill, they're back. Ain't going nowhere. Now, wide receivers, you got to figure out because you got nobody under contract. So you got to figure outside of cop. He's gone too. I'm not keeping him. So you got to figure out the wide receivers. I'll give you that much. Defense. Clark's back, Alexander's back, Savage is back, Amos is a free agent, I believe, so you may have to figure out safety. Uh, Stokes is back, King's a one-year deal, you can probably get him cheap if you really wanted him back for another year, I guess, at this point. None Devon- of this matters if Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams Devondre Campbell, gone. you have to sign. None, of this, to ma- keep none Campbell. of this matters if Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are gone. That's, I don't- a, that's a good roster, but Aaron Rodgers is, is 10 wins. Aaron Rodgers is 10 wins. But this division away. sucks. Okay, so you might win a division. Cool. But if you win the division, you can it's get empty. 10 wins to but win this empty. division. That's empty. No, it's not. Not in a rookie quarterback's – well, not rookie, whatever year he is. Not in Joyless first year. Rodgers couldn't do it. He had six wins, seven wins. Anyway, we're going to talk about all this in the 4 o'clock hour. Oh, this, so is all, this is all stuff that's going to come it's up in the so 4 good. o'clock hour of the show. We should do a show together. We should. Nice. No, you can like stick around else. if you want. You know what I've realized? What's that? You should just be on the air from six A to six B. Everybody wants to work with. Everybody me. wants to work with. Everybody Rami. wants to work with Rami. Right. I know. Especially when you're wearing Bucks hat you like today. Upper management. Especially when you're wearing a Bucks hat. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get right on that. <laughs> you know the likelihood of anything of that changing. Why you put that on my shoulders for? I have nothing to do with any of that. He's Robbie. I'm Sparky. Sam Schmidt's other side of the glass. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a good one. Toodles. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 